Fantasy fam, we are officially done with our hiatus. We're back. We are getting Doug back. <laughs> we are back and better than ever, I guess. I guess. I mean, we're still I, surviving, you know, doing doing what we can in this world. Hey, I, I was surviving at one point. Now I am thriving. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. You, you officially moved out. You I have your own place. How I does am, it feel? It feels expensive. Um, does, especially yeah. up there in the Northeast. Uh, I live in, so I, I moved to Montclair, um, which is a very, very nice, very bougie town. Um, but he's, he is bougie too. I am of. bougie. Um, and it is also, a, it's a very nice, a lot of restaurants, uh, a lot of fun things to do. Granted, I moved in during COVID. Not, so, not, not that you can so really do much of it to, anyway. I mean, I can go for walks. <laughs> I can, I can go, you know, take out some food. Um, it's not a lot of bars around here. That's one thing that bothers me. There's, yeah. there's not, eh. Anyway, um, the one thing I do love about Montclair the biggest thing is that people here wear their masks everywhere. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's I feel like the whole state, though, too. I mean, Texas has wow. gotten better. It's gotten better. They just busted house parties in Howell and um, uh, Jackson. There was like a 700-person party in Jackson. 700 people. Imagine imagine having 700 people in your house when things aren't going well, are, are fine. Wow. Um, but things yeah. aren't fine if you have 700 people at your house. Uh, well, that's... And, and during COVID, it's definitely not. It's definitely not good during COVID. Good God, um, it looks. It looks. It looks like the brawl between the A's and the Astros. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's that's what. It was. So a lot of social distancing going on in that game. Zero. Well, that was, um, that was everyone's getting watch. tested after that. Oh um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I hope everyone's doing well uh, during coronavirus. Um, it's been a interesting what five months at this point. Uh, we're almost at the five month mark. I can't believe started. it's already almost like September. It's August 10th already. This is yeah. insane. Yep. And but... the best part about that is this Thursday marks the four week uh, yes. until the season starts, which is crazy. Well, one month, one month from today. One month from today. Well, September 10th is going to be the first Thursday night game. And then they're going to do that Sunday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I one month, it's a, it's a yeah. relative term because it's 10 to 10. Yeah. September 10th. Um, <laughs> it's a relative term. It's technically four weeks from this Thursday. Um, and it's exciting. Um, I have done minimal care, uh, fantasy for the last few weeks because I, we I don't know if there's going to be a season. I mean, I a lot know. of you probably, uh, there's a lot of optimistic people out there that I know on Twitter that have been dishing out content. And I, you. you know, I praise all of you guys that you're taking full advantage of this, getting incredible guests on your shows, but it's just, sometimes it was just, it was really it's, tough. It's, and disheart- I mean, season, it's disheartening. I mean, the season, it's as of now, it's going to happen. How long it's going to last, we have no idea, but it's happening. So why not discuss fantasy football? So with football and any sports always comes news. Uh, so the NFL, they set a deadline last week to for players to opt out if they wish to do so during this uh, COVID time. Um, and only a couple, you know what, we... Anybody that opted out, if you had you had your right, that's great. You know, you, you're looking out for your family. But in fantasy, we care about your athletic players, you know, your, your Joku guys that are going to be around the field, uh, as in Damian Williams. Big name when he came out. Uh, we are not going to get much into this discussion because our next episode is going to be running backs. But Damian Williams, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, everybody's jumping all over him. Ah, well, We'll see, but we will see. We could we could discuss that for for days right now. Um, Albert Wilson, another one from Miami, who started making a name for himself last year, started playing a lot better with Fitz, and Marquise Goodwin also opted out. I mentioned him because he could have done something maybe for, in Philly this year. Who knows? Um, he did want to 
face Tyreek in a race. <laughs> I still think that Tyreek could beat him, but it would be a good race nonetheless. Um, yeah. And I think Tyreek did beat McCall Hardman in their, I don't know if you saw this, their race on practice. He's looking for that hundred speed in Madden. I mean, priorities. Props to you. Exactly. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's hopefully on his goal, but he actually, he actually had a nice couple steps on McCall if they were really racing. So he is fast that I will, there's nothing that will give him exactly right. Um, Lamar Miller. Wow. We're talking about Lamar Miller. Um, he just signed with the new England Patriots. I hate how much I, I hate how much I don't hate this. Um, I hate how much, I hate how much I would love to just consider, um, Lamar Miller in like the last second to last round. Um, because there's something about Lamar Miller. I've always liked, even when he disappointed, I always liked Lamar Miller. Um, so, but the Patriots running game, the Patriots offense, there's just so many question marks. There's and just a lot going on and a lot not going on. Oh, exactly. I'm avoiding that backfield at all costs. James White. That's it. But, uh, some interesting news out of Cleveland, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mind you, this is a quarterback episode, but I think it's just, we'll touch up on this really quick. They're saying that they could be getting a split backfield, um, 15 carries a piece as of now. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that. Nick Chubb is a thousand yard, 200, close to 250 touches on the ground. Kareem Hunt is your utility man. I mean, not that he can't handle a workload in the backfield, which he clearly has. I just think he's in a odd situation in Cleveland. Like if you, if he could be on 20 other teams, we um, he would be running and he'd be a top 10 running back right kareem hunt if he was on a different team would this be a different question but it's more about you know yeah we've seen kareem hunt be a workhorse for the kansas city chiefs we're talking you know 300 total opportunities carries and and, um, receptions but i i just don't see it in cleveland i do see maybe a 60 40 in terms of opportunities in terms of um on-field plays but, you know, you're looking at Nick Chubb, 225-plus carries. I think Kareem Hunt may be in that 50 to 60 receptions, uh, but I don't see them coming close in, uh, in terms of, you know. Unless it, unless it really works and they do something like D'Angelo unless Williams have, and Jonathan Stewart. Or unless they have no faith in Baker Mayfield. Pick, which, don't wanna, oh, But then you're wasting, you're wasting your ODBs of the world, your, your Australian Jarvis Landry, world, your Jarvis yeah. Landry's. So at that point, I, I just don't see it. I think it's a good offense still, and I think if they can – you know, do make it work? Great. Two talented backs, but and the offensive court head coach. I mean, Stefanski is. Yeah, we're, I guess we're we're going to see great things. I mean, the guys of Jack Conklin added. I mean, the guy's yeah. awesome, but we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't I don't think he's ever had such talent in the backfield together like this. Well, talent in general is a great. I mean, this is team. right exactly. So disappointed because they you know. Let's see, uh, and uh, uh, crazy enough, another running back, uh, Darius Geis released a few days ago um, due to some very unfortunate events. Um, Ron Vera does not mess around, so second chance, don't matter. Uh, what we do care about, Antonio Gibson, Peyton Barber, AP, or Bryce Love, what the hell is going on in the Washington football team's backfield? Yes, well, I've always... I've always called them, if, you, if you've noticed over the past three plus years since we've started, um, I've always called them, for the most part, Washington. I've never said their affiliated name because I didn't agree with what they were called still to this day. It's 2020. They shouldn't still be called that name. Um, so I had always called them Washington. Great, great decision to get rid of that name. Not a great decision to make yourself called the Washington football team. Um, 
Temporary. It is temporary. I could have thought of a million different things you could have called yourselves except the football team, but whatever. The um, Washington Seminoles. The Washington somethings. It doesn't uh, matter. Anything but football team. Well, well, yeah, the Washington Seminoles. Yes. The, the replacements, Shane Falco. Yeah. yeah. Right? Nice. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I just – I don't want I, I don't want any part of this team uh, unless you know I get one of them as the last pick of my draft, um, whether it's Bryce Love or yeah. AP's um, going to start. He's going to be the starter. Yeah. Peyton Barber, I have a feeling, is going to start out as that pass catching guy. Possibly, we still haven't seen it a ton from him, but I think he'll have the opportunity to do that because AP does not catch passes. I mean, the guy's probably has like 15 reception in his career. Well, it's, it's also that, you know, Peterson's ADP currently is irrelevant because it was based on the premise of Darius Geis being part of the backfield. Um, it's so it's more about, you know, what he, you know, what's going to be in the next few weeks. And yeah, right now it's like the middle end of the 12th round. Oh. I think it's going to be pushed up much further, much, you know, much closer than that. To the, and, you know, and the 10. team, who, who knows? I mean, we'll, Yeah, but I think we'll, if you're looking we'll for, if you're doing a zero RB strategy and you're looking for a, you know, running back from, three slash four in that 10th round. Yeah, it's a great pick. Um, you know, he's going to get the opportunity. He's going to get the carry share, but it's also, you know, he's also a little bit older and his yards per carry is not going to be you know, substantial anymore. That is true. That is true. Now for the La Resistance of the episode, quarterbacks. Uh, I, I, I toyed around with, with my actual rankings. I mean, I mean, it's it, they're definitely a little bit different, but I feel like most of them are, you know what I mean, like just jumbled around. They're yeah, all... they're gonna. It's gonna change. From mine, are probably gonna change ten times the next. Right, four, four but weeks. I have. I mean, I I hope that we're actually very similar because I do not know your top twelve. Um, I don't know yours. Should we just go through? We'll just go one and then talk and then kind of. Um, yeah, sure. We can yeah. each. You can each offer our. You know, the top six or so, top seven. Um, I think we're going to be semi-close on a lot of those. It's going to be that, like, maybe 10 to 12 where we might differ a little bit. Maybe, like, 8 to 12. Uh, yeah. So, we'll mine see. mine are – I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with my rankings. Some of them I don't feel as great about. But for the most part, I think as a whole, the top 12 I have, a, you know, confidence in. And that's okay because some people, you know, rankings are all over the place. That's what they're Oh, they're all over be. the place, exactly. And That's I what love, they should be. I love seeing the outlandish, out-crazy ones, yeah. um, which they is why – I have Pat Mahomes as my number one. Okay. And Healthy. Understandable. I think Pat Mahomes, I mean, the guy was on the verge of doing it again or being very close to Lamar. Mm-hmm. So Pat Mahomes, number one. I have. Am I, t- am I taking him in the second round? Probably not. Right. <laughs> but you're seeing, I mean, in ADP purposes, you're too, you are seeing them kind of switch back and forth. A little uh, bit. A little bit. One of the two. You see Mahomes go in some drafts at one. You see Lamar bit. Jackson go at one. So um, Lamar Jackson is my number one. Um, I am not ashamed of it. I'm not looking to replace him with somebody. You know, I know people, uh, when a quarterback finishes as quarterback one the year before, in the upcoming year, a lot of people try to avoid putting them as number one ranked quarterback because nine times out of 10, they do not finish again as the quarterback one. It's just, you go back to the last 10, 12 years. Peyton Manning. Um, they've Tom never Brady. finished. When they finished the season as one, they had a great year before. They usually do not finish as the quarterback one next year. Um, depends I do on get, the quarterback, yes. Yeah, it definitely I, depends on the quarterback. But I mean, the I, years I totally of, you know, agree with you. The exactly. years of Stafford throwing for five thousand yards, Breeze throwing five thousand yards, you can bank on them finishing oh, top three. True, true. Yeah. So I have Mar Jackson, and mine solely based on the fact that 
if you, I, I have him rushing again for a thousand yards. And if you're going to rush for a thousand yards, you're going to finish as quarterback one. It's, it's just science at that point. Um, I mean, the guy, exactly. You're, you're a running back too. Yeah. <laughs> and a quarterback, well, exactly. Like, you know, Michael when, Vick. I mean, look, let me ask you this then. You got Lamar Jackson. I mean, is Lamar Jackson going to be considered a better Madden player than Michael Vick? That's a tough question. Like, who would you rather have on your all Madden team, Michael Vick or um, Lamar Jackson? That's tough, right? I mean, I haven't played Madden in quite a while. But still, though, I mean, you remember based, how incredible. Oh, oh I played Vick a lot. Of, most times when I played oh. in the early to mid two thousands, I always played with the Atlanta Falcons. Always, oh my God. Um, because why not? I mean, you have Michael Vick at quarterback, and you can do whatever you want at all times. It didn't uh, matter who you were throwing yeah. to, because if, if nobody was open, you just ran. Okay, every time. Uh, yeah, no, Michael Vick was, I mean, just based on my memories, I would have to pick Michael Vick, but uh, based I would on- do Vick because I love the lefty. Um, True. I, I love that where you could roll out to the left. I mean, the guy had a bullet too. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought that was an interesting. If yeah. anybody, if anybody has any comments on that, if you play Madden, you want to. If you, yeah, if you want to. Jackson, just tweet care. us. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to talk about that because I'm in a Madden <laughs> league now and I, I can't stand the game. I don't like the gameplay. I got called for an Ill- ineligible man downfield the other day when I was playing the computer. Who, who does that in a video game? <laughs> do you have, do you have control over that? No, I mean, I mean if, if you're, if you're actually switching to that lineman, then yes, but I got called for that. And then after that, I know that this game is out to get me. So Madden and me are, oh my God. Yeah. Number so, two quarterback. Uh, yeah. Number two for me, I'm going to start yours is going to be the inverse. Um, and mine's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Pat- I don't have them too far apart. So I have them probably with like, uh, with right now I'm looking at my rankings. They're about a five or six point uh, differential between them. So honestly, it's, if we're looking at a plus or minus three here um, for rankings and points, uh, because I am a political person. So for me, it's always plus or minus three. Um, I am, I'm going with the fact that they're interchangeable for me. Um, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are interchangeable. They should be going around the same point in the draft. They are both as extremely valuable as other teams, and I don't see a reason why Patrick Mahomes does not finish quarterback two or one, uh, especially if he does not get injured. Wow. So ours are not interchangeable. Wow. Um, oh, really? I actually have Russell Wilson as my number two quarterback. Okay. Well, then we're somewhat interchangeable because he's my three. So. I just think that <laughs> I just think that Russell. I, I mean, I didn't like looking at his stats last year. He's he. It's like nobody talks about him. They do, but I feel like he doesn't get much love as he should. I mean, the guy threw for, what, 31 touchdowns, I think, last year, five interceptions, over 300 yards rushing, three touchdowns on the ground, and over 4,000 yards. Yes, they're a run team, but Russell seems to find a way to continue to do it, and he's only – like, the guy's getting better. It's just he's he's incredible, and I just think he – takes maybe even a step up this year. I just think that, I think that DK Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, that, that's one the of other my clear thing. out favorite breakout guys this year. I know that a lot of people are talking about him, but I'm actually, I fully, fully believe in him. Tyler Lockett is not a number one wide receiver. Well, I think both of them are number twos and that's okay. I think. Well, well yeah, yes, yes. But DK Metcalf, yes. I think gives him that, that presence that he needed, that big, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, big guy. The, I mean, they both stretch the field. He's I mean, huge, though, DK Metcalf, compared to Tyler They're both Lockett. fast. They're both fast. <laughs> they're both talented. But that's the other thing I was going to say is, like, Russell Wilson finished top eight quarterback year after year after year. Every, with, every single year. But with, but with no talent at the wide receiver position. You know, once when you lost Doug, Doug Bolton or Doug Bolton was injured, there was no one else beside that. Yep. Um, but now he has two very talented wide receivers. 
Um, you have a good backfield, and it's Russell. I mean, what else do you need? And some decent tight ends who actually perform like Jacob Hollister's not a terrible yeah. tight end. Well, they, they fill in the tight end. Disney, I mean, Hollister, whatever you want to put in there. Who else did they just, they just signed? <laughs> Was it Greg Olson? Yeah, they have Greg Olson, too. I mean, everybody's like, Why? oh, Greg Olson to run. Uh, no, like, Greg Olson's going to be hurt after week two. <laughs> so, Jacob Hollister's your guy. I mean, some guys are just chandeliers. Like, they just yeah. they cannot stay healthy, and it's unfortunate. They look beautiful, I mean, it's but just they – Exactly. Like the, yeah. <laughs> but you touch them, and it's – oh, God. Very expensive. Um, so, I'll start with my number three, then, uh, which might surprise you. Are you kidding um, me? Is it not Patrick – is it not Lamar Jackson? Dak Prescott. I hate you. Yep. Dak Prescott's okay, whatever. Now I'm saying Dak. All right, you tell me your number three. You tell me your number. You said Russell. Well, my three, so my three was Russell. Russell. My okay. three was Russell. My my four is Dak. So we're we're somewhat in the and same. And my four is here. Lamar. My okay, four so is Lamar. We have the same four, uh, just in a different arrangement. Mine are mine's probably much more um, on par uh, with yours. What might they, be more realistic, right? What, I no, I would say realistic. More what community? More community based. Like if you looked at the fantasy football community rankings. Um, most of them would have that four for the Pro- most part probably, in that order. Yes, I don't like that that's the case because I hate that. I'd rather be different. But I also have faith that that is a top four that is somewhat interchangeable. You are very different. So, you are very and different. There's, and there's also, I think the, the biggest thing is, is that between Lamar Jackson and Dak at four, I think I have like a 20 to 22 point differential between the four of them. So it's really not like any of them stands above the crowd that much more. Um, so, but yeah, now, I... I all of our talks are as if there is a full season, right? We cannot say in case the season ends. Well, I'm just saying, like, I just want that to be known because I think that Dak is going for over 5,000 yards this season. They added CeeDee Lamb. Their offensive line is still good. He still has Zeke. They, Tony Pollard, like, they – what he threw for almost 5,000 yards last year. Second year with Kellen Moore. Now he's got Mike McCarthy, who is very impressed with Kellen Moore. That's why I think Dak is my number three, and I think Lamar takes – it's going to be very difficult for him to do the same thing as he did last year. I think teams adjust a little bit, but I just don't think he still puts up the, the numbers that he did last year. Very good numbers, but I don't it, think number one or two. Does it worry you that I, – I always, I'm always debating the concept, and I know a lot of people have had you know, a whole full episode, an hour's length talk about players who are in contract years, players who haven't been paid, players who are riding the um what's it called the oh my god my, my mind is running away. the love train no the <laughs> uh franchise tag or okay, the transition yeah. tag um it's been a long day um so like for deck so yeah that's my point is that you can have a whole length discussion about you know players who are in the contract years or you know using the franchise tag or whatever it is they might be like i, I have full faith in them. they're playing for a contract they're going to have a record-breaking year or they could go into the season and being like, you know, I don't know how this player is going to play. They're kind of, you know, still disappointed. They haven't been paid. They're, you know, they're pissed at their team, which he should be with the Cowboys. Um, so that's good. I, that's a good quarterback. And I'm, you know what I mean? So it's like, I have that weighing on my mind too, is the fact that he still hasn't been paid. So I think that for some people might look at that and say, absolutely. It's a good thing. He's my man's making $31.5 million this year. I'm it's just saying, long, I, I, I know, get it's it. It's not long term. It's not exactly. It's not long term. But I'll tell you one thing. My man performed last year. That offense performed. I think they were very close to being the number one offense, if not the number yeah, one last I agree. year. And then you add in good pieces. It was the defense. It was the defense that killed that team last year. And Scott Lenahan and – was it Scott Lenahan, I think, right? And yeah. uh, Chris Richard, the guy who was supposed to be the next defensive 
insane mind, they blew it. They blew it last year. Cowboys defense fell flat. It was, the offense was amazing. And I think they take a step even forward, more forwards this year. But I, I think Dak is just going to – he's just going to go out there and he's going to play. He, he really hasn't talked much during all of this stuff. Yes, he's voiced his opinion and all of that, but he's not like – he's not being a jerk. He's not – No, no, no. Like he's, he's being very professional about it. And I think that his maturity is – Yeah, I get it. Insane throughout his short career – this, the guy deserves to get paid. I mean, he's going to get paid. But Cowboys I think this year – I think this year is – so, I mean, I'm number five. This, I'm interested in your number wait, five. Wait, Actually, wait, wait, wait. The same. wait, wait. I'm looking at – I have to get back to something. I am looking at this Cowboys defense, and I, I mean, I think it's pretty good. To Marcus Lawrence, Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe, Jalen Smith, Lane, Leighton Van Der Esch, Sean, e, Sean Lee. You added HaHa Clinton Dix. Um, Anthony Brown, uh, Awuzie. I mean, this defense is pretty That's good. That's this year. Gerald yeah. McCoy, give me him 10 years ago. Dante I know, Bull, I know. Give me him seven years ago. <laughs> but there's still something left on the treads in some of them, I think. Tyrone Crawford. I mean, so there's still you, some. You rotate those guys out. You rotate them out, keep them fresh. Yeah. Yep. I think it's you a don't good keep them in. I, exactly. I, I do. I like the addition. I, like, I, mean, I, I think, think the Cowboys should be the favorite to win the NFC East this this year, at least. They should. This year. I mean, I think that a team that could – we'll get to this at a later date. But I think a team that could compete with them is the Giants this year, which is baffling to me that I even think Oh, that. God. But, oh, so, God. So, anyway. They're the Giants. My, they'll, they'll my number five. Screw it up. My number five. Uh, <laughs> Coming close. My number five is going to change, I think, um, because I still love the player, love the team. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even think of this. But I, I'm a little worried that I have him overvalued, and that is Kyler Murray. Um, I have Kyler Murray at five. Okay. Um, why? I don't know. Maybe because you added DeAndre Hopkins. He has another year under his belt. Um, you have Kenyon Drake coming back in better form than ever. Um, With a full, like a full season. Yeah. So why do I have him there? Yeah, because he's one of the most gifted players in terms of just pure talent in the NFL. That I'm not debating. He finished, um, he finished seventh last year. I mean. Right. As a rookie. That's not terrible so not five really is not, not so it's five is not fantastic. out of the it he had 544 yards on the ground i mean mind you the guy is four feet tall <laughs> but he is quick they may try to run the ball with him more i don't i don't know why would you you know what i mean like why why would he so that's that's right. the question does well, his 544 four touchdowns go down but his passing yards go up though but my my biggest thing isn't even so much about him the player i think he's so talented i think the larry Fitzgerald, deandre hopkins christian kirk um you have andy isabella andy isabella exactly you have a you know uh kenyan drake chase edmonds you have so much talent around him okay yeah the the big things for me is yeah you added kelvin beecham okay you added josh jones um in the first round okay wonderful great grant however you still have mason cole jr sweezy I mean, Justin Pugh has been a disappointment. DJ Humphreys has been a disappointment. Oh, God, Justin Pugh is, is Pugh. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the biggest That's <laughs> we'll the leave biggest it, we'll leave it question that. mark. That's my biggest question mark, personally, is not so much that he's young, he's going through second year, sophomore slump coming. No, 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 it's none of that. It's the fact that that offensive line is bad. Um, it's getting better. Josh Jones is a good addition, big man up front. However, I just I still have question marks about that offensive line and what they're capable of. Cliff, second year with the team. I also, I mean, I, I think that a second second yeah. year it tells a lot. Yeah. Maybe not the whole picture, but like someone like Baker. Like yeah. we'll see what Baker can show. If he doesn't do anything this year, we may not, but 
that's yeah. besides the point. But Kyler, I don't think it's I don't think it's too far fetched. I think it's realistic. I definitely think it's realistic that he could finish number five. Who is that? Who's your number five? And now you're making me think rethink my number five because <laughs> I actually have this guy falling yeah. to Sean Watson. Okay. I just don't I after everything they did in the offseason and how Bill O'Brien is now basically running the Houston Texans like in all aspects. <laughs> Front office, he's back doing office. A great job. He's, oh, doing, he's doing a wonderful fantastic. job. He's doing a fantastic job. Um, I don't. I don't think he has a number one wide receiver. Who does he have? Brandon. They got Brandon Cooks, right? Is that who they got? Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. They still don't have really an outstanding tight end. Uh, they have Kenny Stills. Who? Who oh, else? Somewhat. Like that. That we don't. We don't know. I mean, Will Fuller. Will Fuller can stay healthy if the guy stays healthy. If he can stay healthy for an entire season, which Ever. It, ever. it hasn't happened in ever. It has not happened. Yes. In ever. He's like that no-armed baseball, <laughs> Bucky LaGrange. Family guy reference for anyone. In ever. He hasn't in had a hit ever. in ever, Johnny. In ever. Yeah, they have Randall Cobb, too, by the way. They did, did get oh, Randall, Randall nice. Cobb. So let's just add another small, shifty. Yeah. I know. mean, and I. And then they got but, Kiki Gute, but I don't, I don't uh, know. Deshaun is talented. Don't. I'm not taking anything away from Deshaun. It's what's around him, and they have David Johnson, who I still do love, but – it's just weird. It was just a weird situation because we haven't seen, we haven't seen the Texans run the ball well, in a in a while, right? I mean, can you call me out on that? I don't. Um, maybe <laughs> Bill just, O'Brien's first or first or second year uh, as the head coach with you but, know Lamar Miller. But it wasn't anything outstanding. It wasn't anything. No, like, no. Arian Foster was the last, and that um, was a while ago. Yeah. So, so Deshaun at number five for me right now. I have, I have Deshaun at six. So. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, it's fine. I okay. agree. I'm not. I'm not disputing you at all on it. Yeah. Um, my, I think he has pure talent. So, my number six, and these guys may flip flop for me, um, is Joshua Allen. Okay. I've been a Josh Allen fan ever since he joined the team. I just think so. Okay, so we went over our top five. It looks like it looks like we're very similar. We're very nothing, similar, just different different range. Nothing is completely outrageous. No. No, nothing is outrageous. Is, when we get when we get to the my nine, ten, eleven, twelve are none are outrageous. But would you say out of your top five now, now that sure. we'll, we're going to throw in some ADPs here as well, sure. we, we'll discuss those. Sure. Out of your top five, would you draft? Would you literally on any of your teams? Would you draft any of them? Be where they're being drafted. Depending uh, on, I guess it depends <laughs> on your league. If you're it doing would a need super to, flex or something, then no, yes, forget. If this was a standard, regular this standard was, PPR, God, one would, quarterback, no, right? My so answer is no. The only one that gets <laughs> any consideration whatsoever is probably Kyler, um, because Kyler is the is the fifth ranked quarterback um, in, according to ADP. He's going in the early part of the sixth round. Um, do I like taking quarterback in the sixth round? Absolutely not. However, based on how much love I have for him. Um, to get him at the 604 is what they have him currently ranked at um, for a, you know, a 332 point. That's the thing. It's like, I have him at 30, 332 points for the season. The next one at Deshaun Watson is a 20 point drop to 312. So that's my thinking is that, you know, I know I don't love to take the late, the early round quarterbacks, six round quarterbacks too early for me. However, you know, once I get past Kyler at five in my rankings, it does drop pretty significantly down in terms of points. I have them for the, at for the season. So would I do it? Yes. I guess, I guess it goes into this question as well. So, okay. 
let's say it all goes perfectly fine. Everybody's picked in front of, you know, all the ADPs and all that stuff. You have the next pick and you have no quarterback. You got AJ Green out there, Marquise Brown, Devontae Parker, Darren Waller, Cam sure. Akers, Ronald Jones. I mean, are you taking any – You're like – I mean, based on that scenario, right? based you on that – probably not. James White, just throw another one. James White is another running back. No. Rob Gronkowski, like J.K. Dobbins. What? Why are we probably, drafting these guys so early? Probably not. I would, I would potentially – that's where I would say, you know what, it's worth the ADP. It's right, exactly. I will take – my quarterback there, I will fill in the pieces later on with a, you know, a top running back that I have faith in in that eighth round um, instead of, you know, reaching for a, you know, or taking a player running back position there just because they're there. Um, I'd rather get Kyler there. Do I like to take a, you know, I, I peddled this for four years. Um, you know, no, it's the late round quarterback. You know, it's the undrafted quarterback. Those are my favorite. In a given season, we're talking 35 to 40 quarterbacks will finish with a week, with a, uh, with a week during the season finishing as the top 12. So it's going to happen. So I just, I'm, I'm, no, I don't want to do that. Will I do that? Yes, if I have to, but. Depends on exactly who is there. I'm a, I'm a hard no, though. I probably won't. I have my guys later on. Um, but we'll continue on our list. Number six, Josh Allen for me. The guy, the guy's fantastic. I just think this year turns it around. Now they're actually going to, no more Frank Gore. We love you, man. But. I think now they can actually do something with Devin Singletary. Yes, they drafted Zach Moss, but unless Zach Moss completely outperforms everyone in camp, I mean, Devin Singletary is going to be that guy, and I think Zach Moss could be a nice compliment to him. Josh Allen, my number six. I just I, – Yeah. Okay. Why don't you get started on your number seven, too, and then we'll see if we, we need something. Who was your six? Who was your six again? Deshaun, My, right? my six was Deshaun. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. So my number seven, and this is going to be crazy – Matt Ryan. Okay. It's not that crazy. I mean. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's not. I mean, Matt Ryan usually finishes somewhere between quarterback 12 and one. So I just hope that this is the year where they actually get more than four wins, you know, and maybe go back to like being Super Bowl bound because of the talent on that. They have offense. a ton of, yeah, I'd say a ton of talent on the team. So I, I yeah, think. I get it. I just think that Matt Ryan, I mean, Calvin Ridley is going to come into his own this year of get even better. And, and he has Julio who, I mean, we, we all love Love Julio. If you don't, then shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. They added Todd Gurley. I, I still don't know what that means, but we'll figure it out once they uh, they call hike on the first play. Um, Hayden Hurst. They also they added two. Uh, I'm not saying he's Austin Hooper, but if he's given the opportunities, I think the guy can do perform pretty well. So I think Matt Ryan's back to his like 4,500, 30 touchdown. Okay. I could see it. I don't dispute it. Um, I am going on the side. I'm going the, I'm, I'm now started with the young guys, the young, good guys, the Lamar Jackson's Mahomes, Watson, Kyler Murray. And the now Mitch, I'm the Mitchell Trubisky's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and number, number seven for me is Drew Brees. Oh, uh, and I feel, I love it, so I love it actually. I, love I feel that. so confident in that um, because Brees is just another fine wine. That's just all he is. He is a fine wine. Uh, he gets better with age. We're talking a nice Chateau Margaux. He is the finest of if, the wines. If you drink wine, a Chateau. Chateau Margaux is a wonderful, wonderful wine. Um, and anyway, so Drew Brees right now is an ADP in the middle-late part of the seventh round. 
Um, I have him as quarterback number seven, actually ADP wise. He is actually ranked as quarterback number seven and he deserves it or higher. But he's Drew going Brees, later. Yeah. Drew Brees is phenomenal. Um, he, he signed his contract to remain with the New Orleans Saints. I believe it was a two-year contract. Um, I believe it had an opt-out clause if he decided to retire or whatnot. But we're fun. talking top talent around him. I mean, Michael Thomas put up a career year last year. Alvin Kamara coming back. I know Alvin Kamara is dealing with some, you know, had dealt with some injury problems over the past year or so. I mean, they didn't let on to that. But what a – just I, I could not be more excited to draft Drew Brees this year. And, um, and yeah, I mean <laughs> – I mean, Traquan Smith is the thing of the past. Emmanuel Sanders is now the number the number one, uh, two wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. And that's I'm why I love very excited I about love that. the fact that you have him at seven. Damn it. Emma- Emmanuel Sanders is the – I don't want to say difference maker because that sounds ridiculous for – No, he know, is. He's going he to is. be. He has a number two wide receiver now, not yeah. a number two target. A, a number two, two wide receiver. Right. A true number two wide receiver – um, Jared Cook still at the tight end position, who I still think is a top ten tight end, and he's going to keep and he's going to throw to Manny Sanders, and it's going to force the safeties to kind of look at this. So Michael Thomas, oh my God, this offense could be yeah, it's electric. Oh, it could be ridiculous um, this year, even so better. So yeah, that's who my number uh, my number seven, right? Yeah, seven. Number. Okay, seven. So uh, I'll just pivot in. Pivot, you want to pivot into my eight? Make well, my eight is Kyler Murray. So. Oh, good. So it's fine. Okay, great. No need. Good yeah, pivot. So there you go. So, wow, Kyle gets to speak again. Number eight for me. Uh, I mean, num- number yeah, – That's too many eight. times. Kyle, Kyle can't speak anymore. No. That's what I – no, but I'm, what, what pisses me off is when you, have, when, you have a, when you have a header as your Excel spreadsheet with your rankings, um, the number is always plus uh, minus one. Ah, unless you, unless so you adjust it yourself. So confusing. Yeah. So every time I look at the number, I'm like, oh, it's number seven. Oh, wait, uh, eight. Yeah. Please. So my number eight quarterback, and I'm guaranteed – Sounds like you need an Excel, like, training – Class. Shut up. They have classes, actually. Um, and anybody, anybody who's ever used Excel realizes how many things it actually does that no oh one God. utilizes. Oh, my it. God. It's such a wonderful tool. Oh anyway, my, God. Um, my number eight quarterback, and we differentiate on this, and so does the ADP, because right now in ADP purposes, he is the number 15 quarterback. I have him at eight, and that is Daniel Jones. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have oh Daniel boy. Jones as my number eight quarterback. And here's where a Daniel Jones truther. I am. Daniel Jones had a very up and down rookie season, but the ups were. That's an understatement. But that then, is but, an but if you look back, look back at last season, he had what, like four weeks or five weeks where he was like either the number one or number two quarterback that week. Okay. He can he, run. He did, have some, he did have some pretty big numbers. He actually. runs when he needs to. He can throw for three plus touchdowns in a game. He can throw for 300 yards in a game. Not only, and look at his wide receiver core this season. Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. He, they add Dion Lewis. They add Andrew Thomas as their first round pick uh, from this past draft in 2020. The offensive line, because of Andrew Thomas, has gotten better. The offensive, all the offensive pieces are better. And I think Daniel Jones is going to get better. Um, I just don't – the defense got, got better. I mean, you, 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 sign, you uh, franchised Leonard Williams. You added Blake Martinez. You added James Bradbury. So when you have a good defense behind you uh, – you added Xavier McKinney. Um, when you have a good defense behind you, this is what falls into place for you, is that I think he now has – feels more confident in his offense. He feels more confident in making better decisions because of a better, off, a better offensive line, including Andrew Thomas, and a better defense around him. I have him at eight. Through 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. Yeah. I mean, and he had, look at, you go back through the week by week. Yes. He was completely flaccid for some weeks. 
However, he was oh, beyond beyond last. He had some weeks, but he had some really really good weeks. We're talking thirty point plus weeks. And he played Washington week sixteen, five touchdowns, three hundred and fifty two yards. Yeah, that's my point. Is that I think he has that potential to be a top ten quarterback. And that's the thing is, you know, as much as he might have the up and down weeks, and I don't love players who you know. Th- 40 points one week, 10 points the next. I think a points league, he could actually be pretty good. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, if he averages out and still gets you to that, you know, top 10 quarterback potential, I think it's still a win because he is still a second-year quarterback. So. All right. He didn't crack my top 12, but I like I like your take. I thought that – I mean, it's it, – the, it, it, the proof is in the pudding, though, too. If you look at him, like you said, I mean, it's going to be his second year. Different offense, Jason Garrett now. So, yeah. let's see – I know. Let's let's see how awful that, that turns out to be. You know, so I'm sorry, Jersey, but you guys can have <laughs> Jason Garrett. Okay. Um, and if you listen to the show and you know me, I am a Cowboys fan from New York, but I'm not too proud of. I don't really say it too often, even down here living in Texas. <laughs> All right, uh, number nine. You go first. Sure, I will go first. Mine's Josh. Should we do, a, should we do a quick? We'll do a quick recap. Quick. Okay, recap. fine. Um, my top. My top eight. Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Matt Ryan, and then Kyler Murray at eight. Great. Wonderful. Mine is Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Patrick Good Mahomes. Crap. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, and Dan Jones. Ooh. Now, Dan the Man Jones. Dan the Man. Uh, so yeah, my I'll I'll just go first because it's been said already. I love him. I think he's a, I think he's erratic still at best uh, at some time. You know, points in the game, but he is still a very talented runner and a very um, you know on a good team. And that is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it is Josh Allen. Josh Allen is my number nine. Um, I like draft I'm number, number yeah. Once again, this Excel thing is really pissing me off. Um, yeah, he's my number nine. I feel confident in him. I would have no problem drafting him. Um, you know, he's going he's nine nine oh two right now. Yeah, so it makes complete sense. Um, so yeah, I like, I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. I, I like the rushing attempts and they added, um, what's his name? Uh, Stefan Diggs at the wide receiver position. Uh, John oh my Brown. God, I forgot about him. Holy so I think God. those things yeah. make them better. It makes them better. Um, so I like, I, yeah. I'm flipping. So I, I'm, I'm actually flipping. I'm putting Josh Allen. I forgot about Stefan Diggs. I'm putting him at five and Deshaun at six. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. I get it. Put it on the board. So who is your, uh, who's your number my nine? My number nine is drafting him. I'm drafting this guy in every single, every single freaking league. Ryan Tannehill. Give me Ryan Tannehill all season. Wow. Oh, he abs- absolutely dominated last year when he fully took over the team. Marcus Mariota, you're a great dude. I'm sorry it didn't work out in Tennessee for you. Um, maybe a change of pace. Maybe Derek Carr falls flat on his face this year and you get a chance in Las Vegas. Who knows? But Ryan Tannehill, it is his game in Tennessee. Tennessee is a Super Bowl contender. Very close to beating Kansas City last year. I actually was kind of hoping that they would have. But Ryan Tannehill's going in the 14th round. Uh, the guy absolutely dominated when he stepped in. I believe it was week uh, – what do we got here? From weeks 9 to 17, he was the number five quarterback. I'm not even going to put him next to Lamar because Lamar was like in a league of his own. You know, I mean, right. I feel like last year was just record-breaking – Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Lamar, they all right. scored right. at least more than 60 points next to the second place. So <laughs> they're, they're not even part of True. it. But Ryan Tannehill had 185 points. Jameis had 199, and he was second. So 
not too far off. Um, I, I just think that that offense takes a step forward. A.J. Brown takes a step forward. Johnny Smith gets involved more. Derrick Henry, they're still going to do the same exact thing. There's, there's going to be no issues. So I think Ryan Tannehill finishes a nine for me. Top ten. Okay. I like it. And I love the ADP, though, too. I think the ADP is the biggest reason. And Ryan, I mean, Tannehill could be the Jameis Winston of last year with a lot better, you know, ratio and not throwing. You don't think think he's going to throw 30? I don't think he's going to throw 75 uh, interceptions, no. No, I don't don't think that will happen. All right. That's that's good to know. Uh, You want to just pivot into your number 10? My number 10, and I did not want to put him here, but I just think that there's something that they're going to do, and I think that number 10 is Tom Brady. Yeah, same. And Tom Brady, yeah. It's going to work. It's, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I do not want it to work. I just don't want to see Tom do that well there, but he's going to. He's, yeah, he's going to. He's There's going no... to. And I think that, well, he's, he's going currently, what, in the beginning of the eighth round? I, it's the I weapons. Would... It's the weapons around him that matter. Oh, my God. And he doesn't even need, here's the thing, he doesn't even need a running back. Like, he doesn't, they don't even need a running game. He hasn't had a solid running game in a long time. Is what Corey Dillon, and that's the thing is that I think the running game is going to be okay. I think even if they split the time between Kashawn Vaughn and um, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones the second, and, da- and Dare Ogum, Dare Agumbuale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Dare Agumbuale, right. um, and I think that's the one that really interests me. And I know people might I be like all him. over that. Like is Dare Agumbuale is a very, very good pass catching running. He back. did perform pretty low well last year so, towards the end of the season. I like it and that James White role. Um, I think it's worth a shot, a shot in the dark, um, to take on. You can get him for water. free. Yeah, exactly. And because he could fill that James White role for Tom Brady. I, I don't see a reason. Granted, they do have the tight ends now. They have the the you know Rob, Rob. they have Gronkowski, OJ Howard, and Cameron. And Cameron Braid. So I, maybe the, not, the need for the pass-catching running back is not there anymore, but you never know. Brady does love checking it down to a, a running back. Scotty Miller is the name that people yeah. should look out for, but there's, I don't know what, what's going to happen with this that's team. Why, but that's why I have Brady in my top ten, is because there's weapons beyond weapons. When someone goes down on the Buccaneers, they have someone to back them Exactly. Up. They literally so. have, and it's not, that's not a terrible thing. So, it's, right. so okay, so Tom, we'll, we'll talk – so let's, we'll actually, we'll talk a little bit more about Tom because he is in this new situation and in the NFC now, nonetheless. So completely different environment playing NFC teams more than your AFC that he's been, you know, been playing for the past 35 years. You got Tariq Cohen, Tyler Boyd, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breda, Tyler Higby, Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel. Would you draft any of those guys or would you draft Tom Brady? It depends on the situation. I mean, I like some of like them. It, Right, I mean, but, De- but Debo is definitely one of them. I mean, Debo, granted, he's injured. Yeah. Debo's, Debo's still injured, so I don't Technically, have – Technically, yes, that is because they did play. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys I like more than Brady there and more than I like taking a running back there. Uh, I mean, taking a quarterback there. So, I'm not, like, you know, ruling it out. But, yeah, I mean, Tyler Higby had a great finish to the season. Um, you know, Matt Breda, I think, could take over as the number one in Miami. So, yeah, there are, you know, there are things I like about some of these players. However, if I'm in a quarterback pinch here and none of those players, you know, fit my fancy, then, yeah, I'm going to take Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I, I like him this season. I think it's just the weapons. The weapons make him better. Right. Um, so. You had Tom Brady at number 10. I'll just say my 11. It was Drew Brees. Okay, perfect. So, Great. Wonderful. Right. And then uh, my 11 is Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, 
Okay. I could see myself in the next week or two moving Matt Ryan into my top like nine, um, just because I do have a, an affinity for um, for Matt Ryan. I think he is a very talented player, and that offense is very talented. It's just nothing ever seems to be cohesive there. So either they're going to be fourteen and two, um, and they're going to win the Super Bowl, or two they finish seven, or they're going to finish seven and nine, or six <laughs> and ten, and disappoint because of whatever reason. The offensive line is part of the problem, uh, but they did draft they two did last draft. year. Yes, yes, yes. They yes. did draft two last year. Some injuries, some some health scares, health problems with that offensive line. Um, so I think if everything kind of is cohesive there, the offensive line is better, protect Matt Ryan better. So I, I do like, um, you know, Matt Ryan this year. Cause this is it. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's, he's no spring chicken no more. So he's getting yep. up there. So if they want to win, they got to do it now. So yes, I love the draft picks. I just really, really, really want to see Julio go over 2000 yards. <laughs> and people, people some, somehow keep forgetting that Todd Gurley is a member of the Atlanta Falcons. He is. Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be uh, the, the, the Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst. They, they, uh, signed, mean, that, they signed Laquan Treadwell. I mean, they still, like, it's, it's Russell Gage. Russell Gage is one of those people I want to I like Russell Gage. Yeah, Russell Gage is one of those guys I want to keep my eye on. But you have a, a semi-improved offensive line health-wise uh, going into the season. Matt Ryan, I think, has a very good year because of that, and including Todd Gurley, who I think I am in the minority on, but I still have a, a love for Todd Gurley, and I will continue to do so. So, number 12. Now, yeah, finishing, finishing off. Finishing off. Carson go? Wentz. Ooh, okay. I, I can see it. I didn't, I didn't want to do it, but I actually looked at his numbers last year. The guy played – I believe he played a full season. It's crazy how we have to look if he felt played a full season or not. Right? So he threw for over 4,000 yards. I mean, he threw in the 20s range touchdowns. The guy, I mean, he can he can do it. He has the talent around him. He's got that Alshon Jeffrey. He's got Dallas Goddard. He's got Zach Ertz. I mean, the backfield, Miles Sanders is going to get a lot more receiving yards, so which will help Carson Wentz. J.J. Arcia, Whiteside, you know, but – I just think that Carson Wentz could definitely finish top 15, um, 12. I may be fidgeting with that, but I think that's, that's a good spot for him. Going in the ninth round, too, which right after Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and then it's Carson have, Wentz as the next guy. I have, I have Carson 14, so he's not too far out of my top uh, 12, so he could wake his way back in. I mean, I've always been a Carson guy, so uh, for the last, what, three-plus years, I've had Carson Wentz you know, ranked in my top like eight every year going into the year and almost every year he not, I don't want to say used for disappoints cause that's not the right year, but he uh, gets injured, something happens. Um, so I'm always a little curious on how I want to approach Carson Wentz, but not that my number 12 is any better. Cause my number 12 is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Funny yeah. how he's not neither of our top 12s. Well, he's 12. He's number 12, but yeah, he's barely in. He's not for long. Um, I think that's more of just the name recognition and the recency bias from the past, I don't know, 10 years. Um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my number 12. Um, I don't love it. I, I, do, I don't, I want to love it. I don't want to hate the situation because, you know, the, Devontae Adams is the biggest reason. Aaron Jones and his um, opportunity share, whether it's running the ball or receiving, um, is extremely important. Jamal Williams, extremely important to him. But I just, they didn't, address the wide receiver position in the draft. Um, Alan Lazard is the number two, which I like. I like Alan Lazard. He's not a number two, though. Uh, I don't think he can step up and be a number two, um, just like Mar- Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling couldn't step oh, up and be a number Lord. two. Oh, Lord. He had all the opportunity in the world. So, yeah, so I just I'm, – I'm, 
curious and um, I'm not really optimistic. I think that this Rogers pick will kind of fade into existence. And, you know, when we get closer to the season start, uh, Rogers will probably be close to 15 or 16 because I just, I, I want someone who has the, the talent around him, who has the opportunity around him um, that doesn't play in such a tough division with the Vikings and the bears um, actually with even the Lions secondary, that's, you know, uh, could, could potentially, you know, Lions defense, which could potentially be pretty decent. Um, so I, I'm just, I, I have him there. I think it's just a insert file here kind of thing for me. And uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like you said, he didn't, they, they didn't do anything. They, they drafted their future quarterback, which is fine, you I mean, know, which I isn't, but they didn't whatever. do literally anything to kind of help Aaron Rodgers at all. I mean, they, it's my rankings based on Devonte though. It's based on the fact that Devonte Adams, at his peak oh, potential, God, is a number incredible. number one or number two wide receiver in the league. So I I mean he's a freak of an athlete. He can stretch the field. He catches touchdowns. You know he's always pre- uh, prevalent in the red zone, or relevant in the red zone. So I, it's based on that. It's based on Aaron Jones. Um, so I I have him there. I it's not a love affair, but you know it is what it is. So, so that's my 12. I'll repeat mine. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Tyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, Thomas Brady, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers. So. Uh, for me, Schven, uh, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun. Well, no, I switched it. Josh Allen, <laughs> five. Deshaun Watson, mid episode. Kyler Murray, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and then I rounded off with Carson Wentz. Okay, so quick question, quick fire shot here. Give me two quarterbacks outside of your top 12 that might make, that will, not might, will make it into your top 12 uh, by the time the season starts. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Okay, I think. Um, I know it's a new offense, but Kirk Cousins and... Ooh, also else in the top 12. I'm also, I'm looking at Jared Goff too. Yeah, actually. Yeah, mine is, uh, my number one was Jared Goff. Um, it's, he's not going to have the same type of year he had last year. No, um, yeah, the running back, they'll figure it out. But, but the, it's not even about the running back per se. The running back, they have a three-headed whatever you want to call it. It's not a monster. It's well, shit, they just added some guy. Didn't they just add one first, first down wide receiver? First, first, first down, down wide receiver? First round wide receiver, didn't they? Just draft one? Uh, who they replaced Brandon Cooks? They drafted – no, they didn't have a first-round pick because uh, they traded it. They traded for Jalen Ramsey. You're right. Yeah. So, Jared Goff, though, I mean, yeah, you lost Todd Gurley – or you, you didn't lose Todd Gurley. You cut Todd Gurley. Um, and you, no more Cooks, no more Gurley. And the offensive line was still not addressed. However, um, I think Jared Goff, is, Jared Goff is a talented uh, quarterback – I think he still makes the most of having a great wide receiver in uh, Cooper Cup and a very, very good wide receiver in Robert Woods. Tyler Higby has emerged as a top, like, seven tight end. So he is my probably – he's probably the one who's going to be on that, like, 11-12 range uh, fringe. <laughs> and number 12, who I th- who will be number 12 for me, I assume, at the time the season starts. So help me God, it will be Joe Burrow. Um, wow. AJ Green looks like AJ Green again. Tyler Boyd uh, is still a top 20 wide receiver, in my opinion. Um, Joe Mixon is going to come into his own. I think the bank, I think, I mean, Joe Mixon's a top 14 player in the NFL, in a, you know, top 14 offensive player in the NFL. Van Jefferson, that's the guy they draft. Oh, yeah, Van Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Van okay. Jefferson, yes. You know, good, decent replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I, I just think there's something about Burrow. It's that it factor. And there's not many players that have it. There are plenty of quarterbacks who come into the league, um, number one overall picks, top 10 picks at the quarterback position that are, you know, you have faith in them. They're going to be good. They need time to develop. Burrow is just some, there's something about Joe Burrow. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But this season showed up, this past college season showed otherwise. There's something about him that's an it factor. He has an it factor. It's confidence, it's swag, it's something. Um, and I, th- I think he's, he's going to throw for 44, 4,500 plus yards, 25 to 20, 30 touchdowns. He might turn the ball over a little bit more than he wants. However, I think he's, he's going to make up for it with some rushing attempts, rush yards. Um, I, just, I think it's a great offense around him for, for what he um, you know, is expecting to do in his rookie season. So, Number 12, I think. Sure, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a definite. I'm excited. I, no, no, no. I, I, why not? You know, like, like you said, they have a lot of weapons. They're doing a lot on the on that offense. I'm, I'm so excited to watch Sherbro. I'm so excited to watch NFL. Uh, oh my God, one month. Yes, hopefully NFL get your shit together, <laughs> figure it out. Because I think, yes, baseball, basketball, hockey. It's great to have them back. It still feels really weird watching them though. I don't know. It just feels like exhibition games. Like it's. Well, because there was well baseball is not as much it's it's basketball and hockey that i haven't completely utterly lost interest in when i thought i was so excited for them to be back and i've completely lost interest because the season would have been over already the season happened already and then like now it's like part two it's just i don't feel the same it's right it's it. weird exactly yeah, but like hey god bless them they're doing it they're trying um nfl though americans need nfl i'm not saying go out there and have like parties of 700 people that we spoke about earlier, you know, um, gatherings are probably great. I may do a little, very tiny, small one, like five people, <laughs> but too many. Right. Exactly. That's too many. <laughs> um, so one month NFL season, that was quarterbacks. That was our consensus ranking. Uh, the next episode, we are going to be touching up on running backs. We are the Fantasy Fam. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. This is the Fantasy Fam. I don't know.